the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I got to tell you, things are going to be crazy come, uh, you know, with the Democrat convention in Milwaukee. Because this is getting, now it's starting, this is looking a lot like 1968 to me. You know, and I can talk about that because I was, I was in high school at the time. I was all politically active at that time and, and watching everything that was going on. And let me just name the, some names for you that uh, are out there who have followed politics for quite some time. How, let me give you those these names. Hubert Humphrey from Minnesota. Edmund Muskie of Maine. Eugene McCarthy. George McGovern. Those four names should ring bells for a lot of people out there. After Kennedy, Robert Kennedy was assassinated. It was all up for grab. Remember that Johnson had dropped out because of the Vietnam War. He had lost, you know, support of his party. He had won the uh, New Hampshire primary, but just, I think he just eked it out. Then he fell out and Hubert Humphrey came on. He got... Johnson's delegates, and I still don't to this day understand exactly how that worked, but it's the Democrat part primary. You know, <laughs> at the moment of Kennedy's death, here was the delegate count: Humphrey five sixty one and a half, Kennedy three ninety three and a half, McCarthy two fifty eight. Can you say brokered convention? Woo! <laughs> and that's exactly what happened, and it was a mess. Uh. Uh, a mess. Look, Liz Harrington is with us. Now, Liz is not old enough to remember this because she's, a, as far as I'm concerned, a young whippersnapper. <laughs> Liz, <laughs> how you doing, Liz? Hey, that's a compliment. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> my dad used to call me that when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, see, my, I'm old enough to be, I don't know, I guess your dad. I'm 67, so... <laughs> I could yeah, be your that's dad. About it. About it. He's sixty-four. I think. There you go. But yeah, there you go. So you you ask him about it. if he if he's still around. You ask him about sixty-eight in Chicago. I'm sure no, he remembers. No, I should. It. I should. I was actually home yesterday. I should have asked him. I mean, the way you laid it out there, and I've looked into it a little bit. It's fascinating. It's. I think politics are very cyclical, and yep. you you see a kind of thing happening with with President Trump. What happened with Ronald Reagan as well with just a realignment of the parties and the democrats are going way to the left and you mentioned mcgovern who got it in 72 he wasn't liberal enough he wasn't extreme enough for bernie sanders no then, a, then himself a young whippersnapper yes. but still a revolutionary and uh he supported the communist candidate so yeah, uh Dr. i was going to say that's when bernie was really transparent and said hey i'm a communist <laughs> Now he oh, won't wow. say that. He just says that he's a, he's a democratic socialist. Right. And that's their problem with him. That's their only problem. They all agree in the same things. I mean, Joe Biden, it's amazing to see the media and, and the, I guess the so-called Democrat establishment trying to prop up poor old Joe Biden. Uh, but he's adopted this same agenda as Bernie Sanders. He said, let's eliminate fossil fuels. 
Uh, moratorium on deportations, not a single deportation in his first hundred days. Right. It's lawless. It's crazy. It's so far to the left. Uh, but what's the difference? I mean, Bernie's just honest, more honest about it when he says your taxes are going to go up if you make more than $29,000 a year. Uh, we're going to kick you all off onto a one-size-fits-all government-run plan. Uh, and we're going to ban energy production. We're going to take over that sector. He's so out there. But when you look at what Joe Biden's saying and what all these other candidates have said throughout this primary, they believe in the same things. They just don't like that Bernie's so honest about it. Yeah, I I agree. Liz, you've written an article about this, about how the moderation is not moderation in the Democratic Party. And it's a a great article. It sits here right on my desk because I draw from it once in a while. It's really good stuff that you that you wrote about. Buttigieg, I appreciate that. But, yeah. yeah, it's true. Look at all the positions, yeah. you know. They're the same. They're the same. No electoral college. They, hate, they, they think this country is just no good, founded on, you know, racism and all this divisive stuff. I mean, there's no difference. They're all preaching from the same far left. Uh, book and it's it's very it's disturbing but i think it's going to spell disaster for them come november our uh, guest rnc spokeswoman is uh, liz harrington good to have her with her were you up at cpac i didn't get to make it my doctor said i couldn't go oh no so i guess i guess um, yeah, here I at home. you there i was all up and down radio row on friday cool uh, i did about 16 shows <laughs> um it was great i it was so much fun i wish i would have been there in person but on saturday for president trump's speech but oh my goodness i did watch it that was one of the, <laughs> the best speeches so funny a little lightheartedness you know uh, I, I love, and it may, and it drives the liberals crazy. So it, it's just President Trump and his element, and that's what CPAC is like. It's, you know, I have the easiest job ever speaking on behalf of the Republican Party in President Trump's Republican Party right. because everyone's so happy. No one's like griping on the party and saying, you know, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you do that? Everyone's unified. Uh, everyone's excited about what's happening. Uh, and it's all come, it's that energy at the top, that confidence at the top, the can-do spirit that is just, President Trump loves this country, and it's really, it's contagious, and there, it was a great time at CPAC. I wish you could have been there. I would love to be be there. It's it's fun to be with, you know, like 10,000 of your favorite friends, friends as far as I'm yeah. concerned. <laughs> hey, I've got a question for you. This is R.D. Hopper. What do we need to do to take back the House? What What goals, what do we need to try to accomplish? Keep doing what we're doing because we just had another record $86 million raised with the Trump campaign for February. Uh, get active. Get, I mean, get out there and join uh, Join up with your, your favorite MAGA team up because we have TrumpVictory.com is our joint operation with the Trump campaign. We've got events all over the country. We, last Saturday we had a National Day of Action, so people were going out and registering voters. Mm-hmm. Uh, in their own communities. You can go to TrumpVictory.com and sign up and get involved because there's so many. Just like we talk about the 10,000, you know, all these people at CPAC, it's the same thing across this country. There's so many like-minded people who want to get involved, who are really excited for the first time in, in decades about 
uh, what's going on with politics in Washington because President Trump is actually bringing change. And that was one of my favorite lines of his speech. You know, the party, the liberal Democrats have been saying, falsely promising hope and change for so long. We're the ones that are actually delivering it. And that's what's driving the Democrats crazy. Mm-hmm. And we, we know it's so important. We're investing new uh, resources in the, even in blue states because there's so many swing districts uh, that we have an opportunity to win back. And it's so important because we see what the Democrats do with their power in the House. What have they done for the country? All they've done is just weaponize, use their power to investigate, sham investigation after sham investigation. Mark Levin made a great point at CPAC, too. We are talking about the coronavirus. Well, if the Democrats got their way with their never-ending witch hunt, we'd still be in the middle of a Senate trial, right? That's right. We'd be hearing from all these meaningless testimonies. Oh, by the way, you know, a month after all that kerfuffle about John Bolton's book, he says, yeah, it wouldn't have changed anything. But they would have still been shutting down the Senate over their sham impeachment. They don't care about working for the American people. How would the open borders be working out? November 3rd. Yeah, the open borders wouldn't be working out real good for them on on the uh, virus, would it? (laughs) Oh, they would have said that those people coming across the border were, were clean. You don't have to worry about them. They're just hard-working class people. You would, I'm just saying, I can hear the Democrats talking right now. They're in my ear. Does George Soros write, does he write their material for them? Probably does. Well, the thing is, but some well, of the Democrats Elizabeth actually think Warren, the that was her first impulse. So they might, they might the actually first like impulse, tear down the wall. Yeah. I mean, she, open borders. That's what you do when you're at risk for, you know, a pandemic. It's absolutely nonsense. Um, and man, aren't we aren't we blessed to have President Trump in the White House if yep. a situation like wow. this happens? Absolutely. And, I mean, when you look at the reason why it's the markets have taken such a hit and the situation is worse than it would have been, it's because China is a closed society. They're a communist regime. They weren't on it. They're not being honest about everything. That worse stuff was coming out after they had misled their own people misled the world and you look at that debate stage the other week what was the opening debate it was the 78 year old communist shill for communist cuba versus the 78 shill for communist china i mean bernie was saying no you're a shill for china well you're a shill for cuba i mean this is the kind of ideology that makes situations like this well terrible for their own people but terrible for the world. Mm-hmm. It's, it, you see the contrast in what the, all these Democrats are preaching. Uh, it, man, we're so just blessed to have President Trump uh, taking decisive action, being open and transparent, doing press conferences, taking questions, the most absurd, politically charged, pathetic questions you've ever heard from our news media. Oh, that drove me but nuts. But he'll stand up there and, and answer everything, and that's what we need in a situation like this. All right, so let's move to talking about Super Tuesday. South Carolina's done. Biden uh, got a little infusion, got some new blood, got about $10 million over the last couple of days that he raised for his campaign. Of course, Bernie raised about $50 million over uh, February. Uh, Buttigieg has now dropped out. And I was reading an article today. Jim Garrity said uh, Morning Consult looked at this and said Buttigieg supporters were asked who was their second choice, and this is how it broke down. 
Sanders, 21 percent. Biden, 19 percent. Warren, 19 percent. Bloomberg, 17 percent. Wow. Right. And see, this is why this notion, no one's learned anything from 2016, right? No one's ever learned anything from the, the pundit class. But they're all saying, if they all just get aside and make it yeah. mano a mano, right? Police um, about that they'll all person. suddenly go to, to Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not, that's not how voters work. You, you, you look at your selection. If it's, if it's a one-on-one between Bernie and Biden, plenty of people will end up picking Bernie just because they like him better. So it's not like Biden's automatically going to get all of Mayor Pete's support. Uh, And the fact remains, when you have a socialist agenda that everyone's pushing, who does the Democrat primary voter choose? They choose the more authentic socialist, the guy that actually honeymooned in the Soviet Union, (laughs) right? And Joe Biden, what has he ever done? I, I love this. So there's the rumors that Mayor Pete's going to endorse Joe Biden, and and Mayor Pete's mm. pitch is, you know, we're gonna we're gonna uh, win the era, win the era by by electing the old era, yeah. the era that has been completely rejected in 2016. I and mean, Joe Biden's nothing but a corrupt politician who used his power to enrich himself and his family. I mean, what? He's never worked a day in his life. He's been in the swamp for 50 years. He's never gotten anything done for his constituents or the American people. I, that's the, the new era. I don't think so. Now, is he running for president or Senate? Exactly. In North or South, in North South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I, I mean, never know. guy, and President Trump nailed it again at that CPAC speech. You know, God forbid he would ever get elected, which I don't think is ever going to happen. But he wouldn't be running the government. Are you kidding? It would be he'd be off somewhere. You know, he, he would think he'd be doing something. But give me a break. It's just it's so pathetic that the media and the Democrats think, oh, this is their best shot. Uh, at beating the president, they're a complete disaster. And to bring this all back circle, full circle, I mean, they're setting themselves up. Just the shenanigans they're trying to do to prop up Joe Biden against Bernie, you're going to have such, so much disunity come oh their convention God, in Milwaukee. It's going to be, it's going to be nuts. Real quickly, last question for you. Here's, here's the breakdown. Sanders right now nationally, 29.6. Biden, 18.8. Bloomberg, 16.4. They're the only three that break the 15% threshold, uh, Liz. Everybody else underneath there, and that that would be now Warren and Klobuchar, are far back from the 15%. Uh, Warren is about 11.8, but she's losing in Massachusetts to Sanders. And and Klobuchar is at 4%. Klobuchar is done. I, I... has she not woke up and understood that she's done? I guess she wants her own moment since Mayor Pete already dropped out. Maybe she wants her own moment. But, yeah, there's no way. She's completely done. Uh, and Warren, I guess, has some, you know, she's just as far left as Sanders. I guess she has some ideas about, you know, wrestling it from him at a brokered convention. Yeah. But, I mean, but none of these campaigns have any money. I mean, you talked about the boost Joe Biden got. His campaign was absolutely broke. Yeah. Uh, and it's not really going to help him that much. And, look, I think it's going to be a, an abysmal showing for him on Super Tuesday. 
And then the depression will set in, the onset will set in among these pundits again. Um, but this is their own making. They've, they've been preaching class warfare. They've been uh, letting this fringe radical, they've been propping it up. They've been pushing an open borders agenda. And then they wonder why someone is able to, quote, transform the Democrat Party and then try to transform the United States. They wonder why he's doing well in, among Democrats. And the good news for the country is he's not going to do well. None of this agenda is not going to do well. Uh, when the American people decide on November 3rd. Yeah, I agree. Liz, we're going to let you go. I know you got other people that want to talk to you today. We appreciate the time. We'll get with you next week after we've had Super Tuesday. A lot uh, will shake out over the next few days, I'm sure. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks, Dave. Have a good day. All right. Bye-bye now. Liz Harrington, uh, RNC spokeswoman from uh, the folks at uh, uh, the GOP. She's a great, great uh benefit to them she's very very transparent in what she believes no <laughs> doubt about it all right got to get a break in it's uh 62 degrees at uh, nine minutes till seven 30 chance of a shower today with a high of 71